Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! And they say that with the old piano that I owned, if you strike the F key at just the right pressure, you can hear the cries of a trapped gloom card deep within the bowels of the mechanism. to the Parkle Podcast. I'm your host, Trainer Ethan, here with my co-hosts. I'm Bosephus. And I'm Viger. And we're here to talk about the Pokemon TCG GB game. I uh, hope you like acronyms, because there's going to be a lot of them today. TCG for the GBA. Oh, God. And all that other jazz. Yeah. OMG. Yeah. Okay, now we're taking it. <laughs> yeah, let's so so on to the next segment. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And in the news this week, we've got some uh, really exciting news in the form of Hoopa. Yep. Uh, Hoopa, a new... Is, is it a legendary Pokemon, do we know? It's, it's, it's one of the, like, those hidden, unobtainable legendary Pokemon. It's huh. Darkrai of, of Gen 6. Yeah, pretty um, much. So nobody found this through data mining at all? No, yeah, that's they, what, they, they found that, they found that thing. For years. Oh, really? Okay, no, I didn't know about Hoopa. Years, but like a year. This thing huh. was uncovered with Dianchi, Volcanion, and Megalodios and Latios back in X and Y. Yeah. I have no idea how I've, I've never heard of it. Oh, it's a ghost, it's a psychic ghost Pokemon, so it's the first of its typing. And if you've seen the previous, like, gameplay footage of Hoopa Unbound, we're in for something very special with Hoopa. Yeah, it's scurry. It is a scurry, scurry genie Pokemon. I just like to throw it out there. Both of those typings are really interesting and and mm-hmm. good. Like they're both really good types. Except like, when you come across a dark Pokemon, but whatever. ignore that. Don't worry ignoring, about ignoring ignoring dark type. That's a very interesting. Well, setup. Unbound is a separate type. Did we did we talk about that yet? No, Unbound is a separate form altogether. Oh, really? You get the oh. prison bottle from some guy in a shop when you have Hoopa in your in your team. You use the item like the DNA splicers with Curem and Zekrama Rushram, and then Hoopa turns into like this 10 foot tall, six armed monster of a Pokemon. A lot, a lot like a Bo, when you think about it. Yeah, he's like mm. a Satan. <laughs> a lot like Bo. Oh, yeah, no, except right. I'm, I'm dark green, but okay. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, so that's exciting. So it's just an official. 
uh, gameplay trailer of Hoopa was recently revealed alongside the Coral Coral leaks that came out showing Hoopa's involvement in the next movie. But yeah, Hoopa's coming, everybody. Get ready for those distribution events. Speaking of distros, I think we have another... Uh, there, there are some more on the way. And yes, uh, accompanying the contrary superior that was recently, I guess, made available. I tried putting that code in so many times and it still didn't work. But anyway, a hidden ability Embor and hidden ability Samurott have also been revealed to be ready for distribution as well. The Embor has its hidden ability of Reckless, and Samurott has Shell Armor. So. Uh, plus up from Blaze and Torrent. Uh, the code to get the Embor is Pokemon 500, and the code to get the Samurott is Pokemon 503. No spaces, all caps, and everything. Uh, according to Serebi, the distribution is available, or yeah. I'm just, I'm looking at it, might be available now, but it goes until November 30th of this year, so you've got plenty of time to get wow. these Pokemon. <clears throat> Oh, I'm so sick of having to update my Omega Ruby every time I turn it on. Oh my goodness, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, I download some Pokemon. I could download it yesterday. Why can't I do it? <laughs> so, in anime news as well, uh, everybody, Thash was constantly telling me that it wasn't going to happen, but I so called it. Nice, by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> so I'm called showing it. Showing up. Uh, Ash Katagumi, finally. <laughs> and not only... Not only is it just like, yeah, he just caught a Gumi and everything, spoiler. but... Well, whatever. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert, my rear end. But according to the... And this isn't a spoiler anymore. The newest opening theme for the new season for Pokemon X, Y, and series, it's insinuating that Gumi's going to evolve not only to Silglu, but straight to Gudra. Which is an interesting concept, which means Gudra will be the first fully evolved dragon slash pseudo legendary that Ash has obtained thus far. First evolved dragon, period. For first evolved dragon and first pseudo. Yeah. It also uh, brings the the goo quotient up in the show by about you know five hundred percent. So that's mm-hmm. exciting. That's always exciting. I mean, Iris had a. She has a Dragonite. Dragonite. And so she recently caught a Gibble as well. Ash also has a Gibble, but it's still a Gibble. So I'm out, of, I'm out of the game right now in, in terms of anime. Who, who are these mysterious characters that you're talking about? Oh, I uh, season five. No, oh, she was right. Fifth, she was fifth gen. You came across her in the game, so you shouldn't know who she is. Oh, I, well, you just made me look like a fool. She's the I'm, Opelousa gym leader. For I'm the host. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Where you been? This is all getting edited out, so it's not a huge deal anyway. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So, Ash caught a Gumi. They're making progress. Just catch that Hone Edge, and then you're right up there with me. I need that Hone Edge, man. But continuing on... Uh, in more news, the weekly Famatsu featuring online series that does its whole thing in Japan is going to air some special information on Pokémon Fighters. Ooh, anyway, now I'm excited. Ju- on January 23rd. So, console release? Console release? Can we get a console Perhaps re- just a console oh release confirmation? I want a console fight? release, and I want a fight stick from a Wii, Wii U. No, I'm yeah, no kidding. That would be so yeah. good. The whole arcade it's, setup and everything. It'd be way too expensive, though. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna go Street Fighter Four with Pokemon. Well, like there was Tatsunoko versus Capcom for we had a fight stick, but it was like for that one game, and it was like must have been sixty bucks. It's like mm-hmm. buying the DJ Hero thing for just to play DJ. Like no, no. The way you do it is that you wait for DJ Hero to go away in a year, and then you pick it all up for five bucks, and then you enjoy that game because it's actually pretty good. I, I bought it, at, like, brand new from Goodwill because the box was torn, and I looked like the person couldn't figure out how to open up the box, so they gave it to Goodwill. I got it for, like, <laughs> like turned around and sold it at GameStop for, I think, 35 and bought it. There new. you go. Yeah. Very Smart very business good. decisions, kids. <laughs> Listen to Bo. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last bit of news to cover. Uh, if you've ever wanted to play Pokemon Troze, but don't live in Japan or have access to it, Troze well, came it, out in the U.S. It did? Okay. Yeah, no, that totally came out in the States. That's the new Troze. What about the old Troze? I don't know. Either way, 
<laughs> a new game uh, revealed in the recent Nintendo Direct has been shown called Pokemon Shuffle, which is, at first glance, pretty much exactly what Battletrose is. So, look forward to that. New Pokemon yeah. game. Trose is not bad. It's a no. fun, decent little puzzle game. Uh, yeah, if you're into puzzle games, then this is right up your alley. Yeah, if you... If, I, do we have a price point for that yet? I don't know. I, I would say hold off until it drops, because, you know, I, I, like, Troze itself is a good game, but, <laughs> it, you know, it, it was a bit expensive when it came out for a puzzle game. Right. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. We don't have any anything against puzzle games in Puckle. Um, right. But, you know, we're not the puzzle underground champions, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, if that's it for the actual Pokemon news, we have a bit of Puckle news. Mm-hmm. Um... I, this is a direct message from Thatch. Um, Thatch wants to thank you guys so much for all of the donations. Uh, you guys raised $40 since he asked for help uh, so that we can actually you know, keep the site running. When, um, when, was the, when does the $40 start? Was that last week? That was a week ago, yeah. No kidding? Yeah. Holy crap. That's awesome, guys. And then we are $38.20 away from being able to re- renew the website for another two years. So that's another two years of Puggle. Hey, and um, somebody, if somebody makes me that team, that offer still stands. <laughs> what was the offer exactly? I'll donate 20 bucks if somebody makes me a team. <laughs> <laughs> I'll double it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't need a team. I already got one. Oh, I don't. But that's really cool. Yeah. I really, we appreciate it, guys. Uh, it's nice knowing that you guys care so much about Puggle and the community. Yeah. Um, Look how many, like, man, we've grown so much since I've not been paying attention. Yeah, we we just came to the realization that Puckle's been around for eight years. It could it's it is as old as I was when I started playing Pokemon, or it a little is, bit older even. Yeah, it's older than I was when I started playing Pokemon, which right. is crazy to think about. Um, and just another ten, and it'll be able to drive. It's nuts. It'll be legal. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, also, we got a reminder. Um, People in the UUTC, please read the updates on the front page. They are important, and they contain pertinent information. Third round has just started as of this recording, so get right on that. Yeah, so uh, that's it for the news. On yeah, to uh, the... One more, one more oh, thing. One more? News-related. Uh, as some of you may have been aware, the most recent issue of Pokemon News did not go up on the site. I do apologize for that. At the time I was writing it Monday night, uh, I suddenly had the insatiable urge to spew my guts out in the toilet. So been there, <laughs> been there, <laughs> done that, fully cured and everything. So do expect the news. This Actually, time. we do have one more piece of news other than you vomiting profusely. Right. Uh, um, if you want your 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 gameplay videos from the UTC to be included in battle commentaries. You can send your videos to Sublime Mani- uh, Manic, your battle video codes, and the, uh, you have a chance to be included in a battle commentary when the tournament is done. Ooh. So yeah, that's fun stuff. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so anyway, on to the topic. The topic today is the P- PKMN TCG GB C. GBC. It's the trading card game for Game Boy Color. XY. I don't know. <laughs> don't, and if you have a, an original Game Boy, fear not, because you can play it on there too. That's where yeah. I play it. Yep. Um, Why would I pay money for a game I already have? So, the TCG GBC was a game, uh, that came out in, in the States, it came out in 2000, uh, in, and in the glorious Nippon, it came out in 98. Uh, and it is a trading card game in the ilk, or in the vein of of the Wizards of the Coast, because it's based on the Wizards of the Coast trading card game that is so famous here. And um, um, the representation of the cards is actually done really well. I mean, it's very yeah. hard to get a complete, I guess, trading card game experience from um, uh, a handheld. Like, I've played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh card games on the... Game Boys and Game Boy Advance and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was just never quite the same because, like, in the show, the people are using their cards and they always have these, you know, giant monsters and stuff. And, like, to get them in the Game Boy color game, it was just, like, impossible. But, like, mm-hmm. in the game here, 
like you get packs for when you beat people and they give you a pack and you open it up and i mean there's always a rare inside yeah uh, it's it's very much in like the the actual card game uh in that like it uses cards from the game up until uh the fossil expansion uh yeah. the fossil set i believe is where it, yeah. yeah which uh or to better known as the complete first gen um, yes after first gen, base set two came out and it reprinted a lot of cards like Charizard. Uh, I think it did Venusaur and Blastoise, Alakazam, Chansey. You know, just a lot of those cards just got reprinted again, and they were in right. base two. Uh, if you have any old school Pokemon cards with like a, a Pokeball and like the number two behind it, underneath like their picture to the right side, that means they're from base set two. If they don't have that, or they have a uh, Vile Plume Leaf or like a Fossily Hand. Uh, they're from base set, uh, jungle, and fossil, respectively. He knows a lot mm. about the TCG. It, <laughs> we've learned this today. Bo knows uh, everything about the TCG. Uh, Ethan knows a little bit about it, and I just sit here just nodding my head agreeing with everybody. So let's talk about the game, then. Uh, in the game, you start in Mason Laboratory, where Dr. Mason gives you one of three decks, very much like the uh, the traditional games, like, you know, the, the base Pokemon games. Um and you can choose the Charmander and Friends deck, the Squirtle and Friends deck, and the Bulbasaur and Friends deck. This might sound familiar if you've ever played a Pokemon game. Right. Um, it seems familiar. And your rival you wants to be the best, and you want to be the best. You, do, you, do you have a rival? I mean, you do have a rival. His name's Donald, but he's not like... He's just sort of around sometimes. It says, so, yeah. his, it says his name's Ronald. His name is actually Ronald. Ronald. I said Not Don- Donald Duck. <laughs> Dang, I was so close. So close, yeah. So, um, anyway. yeah. so yeah, and uh, the the game is about building decks and beating. I I have not played much of the game in recent times, but I believe it's about beating gym leaders. Uh, yes, and you earn crazy. You earn tokens when you when you win. Uh, you don't get a badge. You defeat. There's some. There's something other than gym leaders. They're like. Hall masters. Or they're, they are, I believe they're called club masters. Masters. That's yeah. Which is what, which was also my nickname in high school. Um, <laughs> club master. All right. So I was always up into club like Fitty. Oh, right. Continue. Um, and, uh, your actual goal is just to get your hands on the legendary Pokemon cards, which are kind of awesome. Um, there's Those are legendary, of course. Well, yeah. And they're not. Exactly who you'd think they... I mean, there's Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, and... So then, legendary birds, you know, standard fare. Dragonite. Yes, Dragonite, a pseudo-legendary. Yes. Raised to full legendary status for a spinoff not, game. Not a Mewtwo, for whatever reason. Nor <laughs> Mew. Nor Mew, yeah. Um, I believe you can get Mew in the packs. Um... Actually, I think Mew is, isn't he one of those dark cards that is only obtainable through, um, uh, mm, I gotta check. I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, it is a promotional. Yeah, so in the game that you, you have to trade with other people using the IR sensor on the Game Boy. Oh, well, there's that, but I think you can, you can trade cards with individuals within the game. Okay, alright. Like at, at various clubs, um. Yeah. Or like certain people have requirements. I don't remember exactly. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, I know you could get. Yeah, because there's the legendary Pokemon cards, and then you could get the Mew. I wish it would tell you where. It you says got. the game contains pre-recorded data on all 228 cards featuring, uh, in featured, including a level 15 Mew and a level 64 Venusaur. According to the site. There were definitely two different types, two different Mew cards. One was crouched. It wasn't It wasn't very strong. It had, a, a, I think, ability to paralyze, much like Abra. Mm. Um, but then, okay, so I'll go through the, the card packs in the game because they're definitely not the same as in, like, mm-hmm. you have a base set, you have fossil set and jungle set, or, uh, yeah, jungle set in real life, where in this one there is uh, Colosseum, Evolution, Mystery or laboratory, and then laboratory. <laughs> so, um, what what were those divided into? Like, how was the? It was it it was split up pretty well. Um, there were it they were broken, first of all, a lot. 
Um, so like, really? for example, Coliseum has Nidoran and Nidorino. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got Charmander and Charmeleon. These are just like, so it doesn't have Nidoking or Charizard. It's got some other complete, it doesn't have Rapidash, but that's a Ponyta. Uh, it's got, uh, through Gyarados, it's got Raichu. I mean, it's got up to them. So these ones are complete. Magneton. Um, I'm going to try to find another broken one. It's got Machop, but no Machoke or Machamp. It's got Abra and Kadabra. So, like, you needed to play through, and you couldn't just fight the same people over again, get the same packs, and get the same, get all the Pokemon, you know? Um, mm-hmm. you had to, each one also has an energy chance, but energy are pretty easy to come by. I think, and then in evolution, there are more evolution cards. Yeah, but not- also, the, so I figured out the the two dark cards from before. Dark um, cards. They were I- called phantom cards, and you had to obtain them through card pop. Through card pop, okay. Which is like mystery gift. Um, yeah. And the two phantom cards are Venusaur. It is a pretty cool Venusaur. I, I think there was a <laughs> reprint of it at one point. It actually, got made in real life. Yeah, um, I, it it did, and I have it, and it's one of the like three cards that are not with me right now that I'm extra mad about because I don't yeah. know who they are. Really nice art on that one. Um, yeah. Cool. And then there was a Mew level 15, which is just kind of whack. Yeah. Kinda, but that never got made in real life, so... It's one of those cards that could only work in a, in a video game because it does a random number of damage and may cause a special condition to the Yes. Player. So it's yeah. like... Uh, it's like try attack above the random damage. Yeah, and you can't... There's no way you could calculate, like, it does random damage. Like, okay, what do I do? Like, uh... Hit a slot machine and see what. I mean, like I guess you have, you have five D twenties. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, <laughs> come on, natural crit, <laughs> um, or natural twenty, whatever. I I haven't played D and D. D? Are you serious? I know. I'm going to get into D and D with my boys. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> I, I I would I would play a game where you DM'd. Definitely. Uh, my. I've, I've wanted DM so bad because I, I, that's, that's a conversation for another time. Yeah, oh, yeah, be... this is, this is something else. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Pokemon Mystery Dungeon sort of thing that we do. That's what. Really? Yeah, that's... Pokemon Mystery Dungeon themed Dungeons and Dragons. Let's that sounds it. kind of fun. Um, so what, what were we saying? Yeah. We're game. machines featured in Dr. Mason's laboratory that would, they were for the different gyms. And once you earned the token, not gyms, clubs. Once you earned the token for the clubs, and you had all the cards for the listed deck, you could just have the deck, or the machine generate you a deck. And play through with that. And they were usually, you know, pretty well structured. They might not have everything, but, um, mm-hmm. definitely give you a lot more expansion or a lot more variety if you were usually using like, or if you have trouble building decks. Is a great tool to use. Um, like if you start with your, say, Charmander and Friends deck, and you've got your Charizard, and as you get cards, you switch them out in and out of your deck based on, you know, what you get. Right. And the deck machines would just, you know, they'd build you a deck based on whatever type that you just beat. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Let me look at let me look at the Club Masters. Um, While you do that, I'm gonna have a quick bout of fun facts. Okay. And yes. trivia. Um, so Nine Tails is actually misspelled in this game. Rather oh. than tail is in story, it's spelled with, uh, with tail action. as in, yes. like, the appendage. Yes, exactly. Um, and the game, at the time, was the, f- the only spin-off game to have overworld sprites shared with the core game series. It took sprites from the actual games. Um. Really? I didn't know that. And, uh, and Surfing Pikachu, the artwork for that is in the U.S. version. It features Mount Fuji and a bullet train in it, in it, which is not present in the English version of the card. It was only released in Japan, of course. <laughs> I have a Surfing Pikachu right here in front of me. Yep, there's no, there's no Mount Fu, Fuji. There's or... no bullet train or Mount Fuji on that, is there? They no. had to whitewash it. It's a watermark. Hold it to the light. Maybe you can see it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to. Oh, you can't see through it. <laughs> I also have the what the Pokemon Snap Pikachu, I think. Card. What, is what is that? He's just using some crazy thunder bolt. You were you were talking about this is just more TCG in general, but you're talking about the birthday Pikachu where you could write uh, your name in. Yeah, it's like 
there's like Pikachu sitting around like this birthday cake and there's other Pokemon there and he's got a birthday hat on, kind of like in Smash Brothers. And it's like blanks Pikachu and you're supposed to write in your name. And it's like, it has some attack and the attack is like, oh, if today is your birthday, this attack does 60 more damage. So that's like 90 damage because the base card has 30. Yeah, I mean, I could look it up. Uh, I don't know the exact specs, but it's just kind of something like, oh, today's your birthday, you get to win more. Like, it's kind of cute, shoot. though. I kind of like that. It, it is adorable, but in the sense of competitive play, it's actually one of three Pokemon cards that are actually banned from official use. Uh, just to reiterate, these cards yeah. are not banned in the game, but yeah. yeah. In real life. Yeah. Okay, so um, Nikki leads the Grass Club, uh, and she uses Grass-type Pokemon, believe it or not. She must live in Colorado, then. The science club is run by Rick. He uses grass and psychic types. Oh, uh, Nikki also uses psychic energy. I think that's mostly for uh, execute and executor, though. Uh, the fire club is run by Ken. He uses uh, fire types and normal types. Uh, Wigglytuff and Chansey. Oh, and Tauros. Chansey's one to watch out for because it has 120 HP. And it has a recoil attack, but usually it's fine. Um, well, the water club is run by Amy. She uses only water types. Uh, Blastoise and Lapras are two key players. Uh, the lightning club is run by Isaac. He uses electric and normal. Kangaskhan and Tauros again. Uh, yeah, his main guy is Magneton. Ooh, yeah. Psychic, <laughs> Psychic club is run by Murray. He uses psychic types. His deck is actually one of my favorite decks to use. Uh, what 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 like, reason? Oh, because of the broken stuff yeah, you were talking about earlier. The the brokenness. Um, except I make it I make it way worse, and I run three Alakazam. I run four Mister Mime. You're a monster. Yeah, and oh I, use, gosh, I, I, I use I think I only use no, I think I use Kangaskhan over Snorlax. But uh, the strategy behind this is that Mister Mime's ability only lets him take any damage more than twenty dealt to him does nothing. So all huh. the Big player cards like Charizard, useless. Can't do any damage to him. Uh, so if somebody's scratching him for 10 or 20, he only has 40 HP, but with Alakazam's ability, you can move any number of uh, damage counters from one of your Pokemon to another anytime during your turn. So you take 20 damage, you just move it onto a Chansey, who has 120 HP, and then when Chanseys start to get full up, and if you have a few of them on your bench, you can just fill them up, and then you play the Pokemon Center Trainer card, which is... Heal all damage from all your Pokemon and discard all energy attached to Pokemon that were healed in this way. Um, and so you just never put energy on your chancy so you don't ever lose anything. That you got some ridiculous tech, dude. Like <laughs> this is some stuff. crazy knowledge. Oh no, I, this is just from like years. I mean, <laughs> years of doing this, and this is all. I'm just spouting this from memory. And but like, I like trading card games a lot. Like I play Magic, so. Um, I got another fun factoid. Oh, let's hear it. <clears throat> uh, this game was kind of ahead of the curve because it had, it, it mapped run to the B button. And right. it was the first game to do so in the main series, or in, in Pokemon series in general. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the first game to do it in the core series was Ruby and Sapphire, which came later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, TCG, it's a fun game. It's on the virtual console right now, that's why we're talking about it. Um, yeah. And if you if you just want to you know have a quick easy dirty TCG experience with the base cards, I'd say this is a pretty good way to do it. It's cheaper than going out and buying actual cards. I believe it's six dollars, right? On PC uh, for the for the for the yeah. I mean, either you could probably go buy a Game Boy cartridge for six bucks too. Yeah, and it it's <laughs> a it's a good way of doing it. Like the renderings of are. The renderings of the cards themselves, like the art, looks nice. Even though you know it's kind of low, low res, but it looks nice. Yeah, um, they look like the cards. Yeah, they, oh yeah, definitely. It's the card art, but just dumbed down. For yeah, and even not too much. Like it, it yeah, like the colors are limited because of the palette, but it looks nice. Yeah, no, it, it's it's <clears throat> blocky, but it's it looks good. The um, UI is good. Yeah, it's a it's a decent game. So I think we can all wholeheartedly wholeheartedly recommend the TCG. Um, I'm gonna keep going through the club masters. There's, uh, the rock club is run by Gene. He uses fighting and normal type. Well, no, he only uses the fighting type, but he has normal energy. That's what I was looking at. Um, uh, not much to watch out there. He's pretty easy, I think. Uh, the fighting club 
Is that's not also Gene. Good job, Sarah. You messed that up. His name is. I'm looking on Bubblepedia, so a proper website. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, (laughs) this is fighting types. Uh, Hitmonchan is really great because he can hit for 20 with one energy, which doesn't happen a lot in first gen, and he's a 70 HP like basic drop. That's pretty nice. Uh, Hitmonlee's all right. Machamp kind of messes you up. From Mm -hmm. what I. I can imagine. Those should be all the club masters, but then there's the grand masters who are like the elite four. And then there's Courtney, she uses fire type and she has Moltres, the the legendary Moltres. That's one of the cards you get. Uh, then there's Steve. 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 He's the, the most Japanese of all. Of Zapdos. Um, Zapdos is a pain in the butt because it's definitely yeah. one of those games that, or cards that can also only be used in the game because it's like randomly do like 60 damage to something. You're like, what? Uh, let's see. Grandmaster Jack. <laughs> He's got Articuno. And then Grandmaster Rod. Definitely the coolest looking guy. He looks he looks just like Faulkner from uh, Violet City Gym in Johto. But he uses uh, a lot of different types. His main type is Colorless for Dragonite. But he also has Charizard and Gyarados and only uses Water Energy. Um, and that was something I was going to touch up on with, like, the different cards and different, like, big cards in the ser- in the set. Charizard can be run with so many different things because its ability is as often as you like during your turn before you attack, you may turn all energy attached to Charizard into fire-type energy. So every energy is a fire-type, according mm-hmm. to Charizard, and he can just burn it all up. That's pretty cool. Hit with the strongest That's attack. cool conceptually. Yeah. That, like, that he just doesn't care. <laughs> And Charmander and Charmeleon can both attack with a colorless attack, provided it's not very strong, just 10 and 30 each, but um, he can still do it. So he can use any energy to deal some damage. Um, Charizard also works in great combination with uh, Venusaur and Blastoise, because both of them uh, let you either... Venusaur lets you move energy, and Blastoise lets you attach it as much as you want to your hand. So you just get crazy. Hmm. Man, like it, it's I I wish I had any knowledge of the TCG, <clears throat> like in modern like how how crazy has it gotten in modern times? Like oh man, don't even I mean oh god, it's, go ahead. There's I think fewer decks being run now, like fewer variations. Like uh, most things are, you see a lot of the same cards over and over and over again. You know exactly what they're gonna do. Um, yeah. They, and in this game, I mean, you kind of see that because, I mean, there are only three sets worth of cards plus the Game Boy Color exclusives, which I wouldn't say would be a full set. Um, in modern times, I guess there's like seven sets in rotation, but yeah, there's, I mean, most of the cards you will never ever see. Like, I could probably buy a pack of cards right now, open it up, and like take one card out of it and throw the rest away. <laughs> wow. Which I'm going to use them. Um, if, you, if you want to really buy cards, buy individuals. That's all I'm going to tell you. Well, instead of doing that, buy the cartridge for $5. Yeah. If in, Okay, if you want to learn how to play and learn what cards are good, because you have some cards at home, you're like, man, I'd really like to play with my friends. You can get this. It's, I mean, it's a great tool to learn, and you get to play and get cards to mix in with your strategies so you can learn about the game while you're learning how to play, I guess. It's also, like, a decent game. Like, the overworld looks nice, you know? Like... Yeah. yeah. It's it's a lot of fun, too. And, like, there's so much joy in just, like, opening a pack and being like, what did I get? What did I get? And every time you play somebody, you get a pack, which is not like real life. <laughs> nope. Not, not, not like real life at all. Get? Um... I'd almost say the Game Boy Advance game is probably a good first step if you're wanting to get into the TCG. A lot of the rules have... Uh, advanced and changed since then, but the basics are still the same, definitely. You just kind of start off small and build off from there. Yeah. yeah. I think it's probably the most... There are a lot less beats. ways you can win now, I think. In first gen, a lot of the cards were equal and dumbed down a lot, and you had to work really hard to get a strong card out. Mm-hmm. And, like, Charizard was so rare, like, not a lot of people had him anyway, so it's like, oh, if you had one in his deck, like, you had to find it. <laughs> Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, there was can... just before we we talk about something else. Uh, I'd like to mention there is a sequel to this game. 
It yeah. is Pokemon Card GB2. Here comes Team GR. It never came out in the West. Japan Just only. Just by hearing yeah. that, I can probably see why. <laughs> and I would have loved to play a TCG game where I'm fighting a, a Team Rocket-esque thing along the way. It's like, yes, I get to beat them with my Pokemon cards, and even though they're adults and could just hit me in the head, I I still win. It's like they're almost like taking it to Yu-Gi-Oh-esque yep, levels. Yep. I'd play it. with their dual discs and the hologram projectors. And like in like world issues are solved via card games. Yeah, there are more things. There are things more important than my brother's life and mine. Like like this duel. <laughs> Battle me, Yu-Gi-Oh. I would just like to take a second to point out that in the sequel game, the the female character that you can pick is named Mint, and she is the most anime-looking character of all time. She is, like, super... This is 2001, this game, so, like, it's, like, the most early 2000s character design ever, where, like, people... It wasn't full-blown Melwe anime yet. It was just kind of, like, an awkward in-between stage. But, yeah, so I think that's pretty much wraps it up for the TCG. I would just like to say, if you want to, like... You play this game and you're like, man, I'd love to play with these cards and actually have some more cards because, like, I could build one of these decks that I have. Um, a lot of these cards you can get very cheap and easy at, like, a comic book store. Um, one near me is, like, V-Stock. Uh, you can get a whole bunch of cards for, you know, 10 cents a piece um, just because they're so old and not worth a whole lot. And there's so many of them. So, oh yeah, because they sold just thousands of right, hundreds right. of thousands of booster packs. I mean, and I, you know, I was the one guy that didn't never get rid of them, but you know, <laughs> one out of ten maybe. So there's nine other collections out there. Just yeah, one. but yeah. I mean, you can pick them up pretty cheap, and even some like holographic cards. You might pay you know fifteen bucks for a Charizard or you know ten for a Blastoise or something, but like you could get a Jolteon for a buck. You know. Or you could walk right past a holographic Mewtwo card in your fourth grade trash can. Oh, tell the story. Tell the story about this girl that you, you smited. Oh, uh, yes. Smoked. Me and Bo can concur on this one. Yeah, she, she was kind of... She was, she was dumb as a sack of potatoes, as I like to say it. I mean, she uh, was in grade school. It was first grade, but still not one of the brightest. Um, so there was this girl in her first grade. We're going to withhold the name, but still... Uh, she decided to bring in a holographic Mewtwo card and show it off to everybody. It was really cool and everything. And, of course, being the sack of potatoes that she was, she got caught. And Pokemon and- was like Pokemon was like drugs at our school, by the way. I don't know. Yeah. You were slinging underneath a bench, like yeah. underneath the bleachers. Dealing Pokemon cards. Pokemon <laughs> is not allowed. That was a sign, like, on my bus, no Pokemon. Four cards allowed on the bus, period. How did everybody make that mistake? I it's, don't know. I think it was evolution or Satanism or something. I don't know what it was. No, but how did everybody make the mistake of saying Pokemon? Like, I don't know. There's no A in it. But either way, aside from that. One kid got stabbed <laughs> over cards or something. Not at our school, but I mean. But like at another school somewhere. I don't know. I don't Someone, know. someone was a little too passionate about the cards. Put his heart in the cards a little too far, but... <laughs> Uh, By stabbing anyway, another person so, in the heart. So she got the Mewtwo card confiscated, and the rest of the day went on. So we were leaving for lunch, lining up to the door, and as we were walking out, I look in the trash can, and there is sitting that ho- nice, pristine, holographic Mewtwo card just sitting right on the top of the trash. And you know what I did? I left it there. And I am still kicking myself in the butt to this day because of that. Oh, no. Because you want to know how much money that probably would have ran? It would have at least been five bucks now. You could at least pay off a Burger King burger. I could have yeah. at least gotten myself lunch that day. Yeah. So he <sighs> up over lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm going to get you a holographic Mewtwo. When's your birthday? Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you can give me the holographic Mewtwo card and the Machamp card that you still owe me from the puckle. So before this thing. breaks into violence <laughs> over Pokemon cards like we're children, we're going to move on to uh, to take a commercial break and then poke with the episode. Poke with the episode. I'll catch you on the flap fleep. Floop fleep. Floop flop. Okay. I'll catch you on the floops. So yeah, Oraz is pretty much the best. 
Oh, yeah, no, Orez is definitely the best. It's the best Pokemon game. No, de- by far. I mean, have you seen these graphics, this gameplay? It's incredible. Yeah, like, look at the... It's also in the best region. Like, huh. y- like oh, so this makes Soul guys, Silver look guys, like garbage. What? Hold on, VG, you want to say something? Uh, I don't mean to bring the tone down, but you haven't beaten the game yet. Whoa. Shut up. Whoa, whoa, Shut whoa. up. Stun it. You don't know Jack. It's the best. It's, it's the best, best game. Far, no way. Hands down. Get out. It, but, but, Bo, Bo, you only have one gym badge, and Ethan, you, Ethan, you've only, you haven't even beaten the Delta episode yet. It's, you can get the feeling of it being the best the second you turn it on. You turn it on, you realize it's the best. It's the best Pokemon game. Gen 3 for life. Hey, this is Misty, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. You can earn badges, make new friends, chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon. You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Tumblr to get your Puckle fix. If you haven't already, help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. And if you have time, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, since fan emails make up a good chunk of our show. So join the Puckle community today. And the poke of the episode this week is Dugong, uh, you know, National Gen number eight zero eight seven. Oh, I messed up the formatting. All right, start, don't, don't even. Don't, we're not going to stop recording. We're just going to start again. Okay, ready? And the poke of the episode is National Dex number eighty-seven, Dugong, the Sea Lion Pokemon. It's. Pokedex Red Entry states that it stores thermal energy in its body and swims at a steady 8 knots, even in intensely cold waters. How much is 8 knots? I don't know. I don't drive a boat. It's 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 just a little <laughs> bit more than 7 knots. I don't think anybody drives a boat. I'll uh, just consider 8 knots to be pretty fast because they wouldn't have put it in a Pokedex entry if it wasn't ridiculous. It's fast. only 9 miles per hour. Oh, can you swim 8 miles per hour? I don't I, think so. I actually can. No, I can't. Chubbs can. I forgot. Um, yeah, All so right. it's, it's a Pokemon. It evolves it, from Seal. It's a Sea Lion Pokemon. It's one of those first-gen Pokemon that um, looks exactly like its basic stage, but bigger. And lost some lips. Yep. And it looks just like what it's supposed to look like in real life. Yeah. Albeit the horn. And the, and the, and the whiteness. Yeah. Yeah. He blends in with icy glaciers. Like, he's gotta be a... a awful thing to see coming at you. It's gotta be horrifying. Like, like it's the face of death staring you. Right uh-huh. like, oh, see you. See you <laughs> yes. Death. Oh, buddy, throw me a fish. Um, typing is okay. It's a water ice. It's, it takes, there's four uh, super effective attacks. Uh, but, you know, water ice is a decent typing. Um, is Ed you. Yeah, because its stats aren't gonna set the world on fire it's or anything. Break no, he's he's well rounded for his stats. I mean, he's got 98, yes. 70 attack, eighty defense, seventy special attack, ninety five special defense, seventy speed. Like, uh, it's not as well rounded. It's just not high enough. Yes, yeah, that could use Mega Evo. Yeah, I'd give like it a Mega Evo. Dugong. Give him a Mega Dugong now. No, nobody wants a Mega Dugong. I want Mega Dugong. It's fat, ice body, and thick fat. Ice bodies, it's hidden ability. So lame that Smogon doesn't even have any movesets for him. Because nobody really <laughs> oh, uses Dugong. Because I guess there's there's better water ice coverage out there than what Dugong can s- supply. Yeah. So. The Gen Five moveset for him is Perish Song, Toxic, Ice Beam, and either Protect or Surf with leftovers and Thick Fat. All right. his, all the IVs to the defensive stats. Um, specifically, Vijir was expressing that he found the the sprites to be pretty funny in the first two gens. Oh, the first gen with the two teeth out front and a gaping mouth. It's just got that simple, like goofy expression. Yeah, it probably one. makes it duh. Its cry is probably duh as soon as you like you see it, and then it yeah, destroys you. Just that goofy looking. Yeah. Um, Dugong's pretty much even in the anime, they don't really know what to do with him either. 
I mean, he's only in, like, the Cerulean Gym for, like, a little bit as just, like, one of the Pokemon, like, eh, we could use it, but we don't. Uh, it's, so. Again, it's Duhu. You don't want to use it. Like, Duhu. He's like a... <laughs> um, he's like a to seal, just sitting there going... Lorelai has one and uses it in combination with her cloister to shoot giant spike cannons and bury Yellow and Bill in an avalanche. And it's kind of pretty cool. In the Pokemon Adventures manga, which makes every Pokemon awesome. Yeah, no. If you you want to see Pokemon Pokemon be awesome, read Pokemon manga. Yeah. The anime ain't cutting that little niche for you. Read the manga. It's got a lot more to it. We have a fun fact. There's a single fun fact. There's a single fun fact. In the red and blue beta, Dugong was known as Manatee, but instead of I-E, it's a Y. You mean E-E. Well, it's spelled M-A-N-A-T-Y. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What? Manatee, the the animal is Oh, yes, the the proper animal. Yes, but the... No, but but it's I-E. I I was just correcting your spelling because I'm a douche. No, I understand. (laughs) It was a long night. That's my job. I was uh, staring at a picture of Dugong for eight hours straight. Dugong is a portmanteau of... Portmanteau? Portmanteau. I said manito because we're talking about manatee. Oh, is that a pun? That was a pun? It was. And there, and there it is, spelled right there. Yeah, no, it was It was definitely a so. pun. Oh, it's, it is E-E. Oh, my goodness. That's what I'm saying. So, what, I, way, I don't, you... Let's just say I don't interact with many manatees in my day-to-day life. Oh, I have one in particular. <laughs> it's that one manatee, you know what I'm talking about? It's the room. <laughs> Inter- interesting enough, in the Japanese version, Dugong is actually pronounced Jugong, which is meaning the corruption of the word Dugong. Like, spelled D-U-G-O-N-G. But which is so we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel to find anything. It's a, it's a boring stuff. Pokemon. I think yeah. we need to establish it's boring. Give it a Mega Evo. People say Gen 1's a superior one, and then I show them a picture of Dugong, and I'm like, can you please explain me this, then? No, it's got a, it's got a horn, though. Yeah. In a competitive sense, it's just... There's better coverage. You might as well go with Lapras or something else. You gotta respect a Pokemon that's bleach white, though. Yeah, you gotta res- you gotta respect it with a horn, because it'll probably stab you when you're not looking, and it'll be like... Yeah. And it would be I'll covered in your you. blood, and it will no longer be white. So... But in the first, the one chick rides all the way to uh, to that island. Yeah, and it's I we're really scraping the bottom of this. But originally, for poke of the episode today, we were intention we were supposed to do Ambipom, but both and Ethan <laughs> oh, were yes. struck with a severe case of deja vu because they've already done Ambipom. We're, we had so, an exact conversation about Ambipom. It, it was brought up the exact set like ridiculous. <laughs> It was re- it was kind of terrifying, and it I thought it was just came, me. It literally came full circle, and both of them realized at the same time, oh my gosh, we just did Ambipom. We together. saw through the Matrix. So, we decided to pick Dugong because of the Fluffiest Whimsicott's recent article in Topical Topic, which she covered ice. Dugong yes, not, we're not, we're not slighting Osprey right now. We don't want to take Osprey out the game. But, no. but, but you should go read his article, because his is about... Uh, a money-making guide this time around. The mechanics within the game to make money. And don't forget uh, Scrawn's in the meta article, which is about Ambipom. So if you yes, were interested yeah, yes. in figuring out how to actually use Ambipom, which is a lot more effective than Dugong, then do look that up. Uh, so, also, happy birthday, Wiser Osprey. Yes, happy birthday, Wiser. Or Wiser. My old nemesis in the UTC, but what else? Birthday to Wiser Osprey. Uh, Wiser yeah. Osprey was actually conveniently using a knockoff uh, style ambipom and totally destroyed me in the UTC, but I digress. Yeah, we got mad respect for ambipom, not so much for Dugong. Yeah, it's just we've already done ambipom, so. Sorry. Again, again, it was. If it was any other day of the week and I didn't have, like, a cosmic event occur to me where I realized that my life is a circle, then <laughs> we would have absolutely done Ambipom. Definitely. life is a Voltorb. Yes, yes. Life is a, is, a, is, a, is an octagonal hexagon of events. Oh, so it's a Bronzor. Yeah, it's pretty much a Bronzor. All right, right, moving on. Yeah, moving so, on to the mailbag. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll catch you there. See you on the mailbag, Flop. Mail hey, flop. Whatevs. I don't know. 
It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. Your mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. And welcome to the Puckle Mailbag. Uh, we have lost a member of our ranks. Bo had to step out and do something in real life. He, he told me to say that he's fighting an Ursa ring, but he's not. Eh. I'm not going to let him sound that cool while I'm here. He's no longer with us anymore, God rest yes, his soul. Yes, he's, he's, he's moved on, and we have a more intimate podcast. Me in one ear, V'ger. going to say it like that forever, V'ger, in the other. And uh, we've got some mailbag mailbags to read. Yes, brought to um, you by Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Of course, the the hooves that give you drink. Hooves that um, get you. So this one, this first email, is from the pixelated youngster. Uh, have you heard from him before? Is he newcomer? Would you say I, he's a newcomer? I haven't heard of him before, so I would assume maybe. I believe this is a, a, a an introductory email. So let's get to it. So. Dear Puckle Podcast, I'm the pixelated youngster. I'm going to try to make this intro, quote-unquote, fast, so this isn't a long email. I've been listening for about a year now, and finally decided to sign up on the site and send in an email. Did I mention that I'm 12? You did not. You did no, not mention we're just right. kind of getting to this right now. <sighs> yeah. Um, anyway. Don't repeat anything you've heard me say. Um, <laughs> well, I am, and I'm proud. My first game was Pokemon Platinum. I bought it when I was 7, it, uh, because I was super fascinated with the anime. Because my reading skills were low at the time, every second I ran to my mom begging her to read every hard word in the game. However, that didn't last long because it really started to annoy her and so I stopped playing and eventually lost the game in real life. Oh, I think we've all lost a cartridge before. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, when I was younger, I lost a, a ruby cartridge and I'm pretty sure it's still in the car seat. <laughs> um, yeah, a few years later, with my reading skills improved a lot, I decided to try again with the games in black and white. Since uh, since then, Pokemon has become a big part of my life. Mailbag. Yes. I know the mailbag is supposed to be uh, if I've played Pokemon Binball. Is that Binball? Binball. Pinball. Is that was that Pinball, the mailbag? I would assume. I thought it well, uh, wasn't in regards to the TCG. Am I re- am I reading an email that's already been read? Ah, uh, I don't know. Nah, forget it. Even if it has been, that's somebody else's problem. And he gets his email read twice, and that's fine. Um, uh, pin, Pokemon Pinball. The answer is a simple no. Um, wh- so he's going to answer a different one. Uh, where do I li- where do I like my secret base, and how do I set it up? You say. Uh, well, I'm very picky about it. I hate the simple bases. I only like the complicated ones that take time to set up and create good puzzles. I like that too. I like it when people yeah. take the effort. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, like uh, people who structure theirs like a gym is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, basically ones that either need uh, solid boards or stairs, have hallways, etc. My base ended up being on the route right uh, right above Moss Deep City. Well, that's all. Catch you on the flip-flop. Sent from Windows Mail. Interesting. So, yeah, this email was sent about a, s- seven days ago, so it's still, cu- it's still current. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your email, and we hope to hear from you again. Hope to see you in the chat sometime. Yes. So, show up moving to on to the next uh, next email, we got one from Black Gold. Hello, Puckle. Tis I, Black Gold. So I lost my first UTC battle. Congrats, Miguel. Again, great battle. But I've got a confirmed chance to be get a third round this year. Better than last year. Yay. Anyway, I have something I must come clean about. I was asked who at the Puckle community started at a new gen and went back to the old games. Fourth gen isn't that new gen, but that's when I started. My first game was Fire Red, but I started during fourth gen. I've played every mainstream game and a good amount of the spin-offs, but I still started in fourth gen. So for that question, there's my answer. Fourth that's gen a lot of, master. That's a lot of old games to go play. That's a lot of old games to go back and play, yeah. So. I gotta I imagine it's gotta get very hard to play them all now. Yeah, like, go like take yeah. a couple steps back to when the game's... I think there is a clear division between like pre and post Soul Silver Heart Gold. Yeah. Like in terms of navigation. Right. Like, and and how because I think everything has become so streamlined. It must be crazy to go back to like red and blue 
Yeah. You have to walk everywhere and yeah. Yeah, but whatever. But for the whole theory of sixth gen takes place in a different universe, I know it's a fun theory, but I feel that it's not true. If you argue that because there wasn't a war in the old games, there's a whole theory of a war in the old games explaining why there aren't any males aside from yourself in the old games. Old games, old games, old games. Old games, old games, old games. I feel like there is another universe, but it hasn't been released in another game. It's plausible, and maybe just Oras begin another universe, and in 6th gen they had just discovered Mega Evolution, but I'm not sure. Sorry for tripping over, tripping your tongue there. Did anyone else notice misanthropt, mis, uh, did anyone notice Marshtomp Man stole my writing style, both my intro and ending? Hmm, my style, my, my style be rubbing off. Also, I deny any relation between Steven and Wallace being a couple. Totally Steven and Cynthia. Your head cannons shall be thrown out the window. Quick note. Shipping episode. Someday. Someday. Not Thatch today. Thatch put his boot down. This was going to be a shipping episode. And uh, he, would, he would not let that happen. He rules with an iron fist. But he's going he's gonna to look he's away. Gonna, he's going to get there. Sir. Yeah. Sometime. Sometime when the yes. topic bucket runs dry. Mm-hmm. Shipping will be at the bottom and will be the only one there. But anyway, mailbag time. I have not played the TCG game, but I mess around with the makeshift decks and play with friends, so no. But I've been thinking about buying it. Anyway, Puckle, have a fun time with the UUTC, and I hope to battle you soon. Black Gold, over and out. Alrighty. Thank you for the email, Black Gold. So next up we have uh, Green Trainer. Uh, just a quick note. Um, we got your email, Lightlink. We we got your audio email, but I'm gonna leave that for Thatch because I don't know how he wants it to format it. So you know, uh, I'm gonna let him take care of that. It it's will be on the off next episode. Top- if it's a bit off topic in the next episode, we do apologize. Yes. You're just stupid and don't know how to make audio emails work right. Correct. He is 100% correct. <laughs> so this one is from Green Trainer. Um, what's up, Huckle? Uh. Green Trainer here. So, Pokemon TCG, huh? I downloaded it a couple days ago and played it for about 10 hours straight, just dueling the same people over and over, try, uh, over and over, trying to get certain cards to make my deck better. Imanchan and Electabuzz. Electabuzz, rather. Electabuzz. But that stupid little Pikachu coin is the bane of my existence. I swear that thing hates me. For those of you who don't know, Pikachu coin, uh, that, that is what determines whether or not you get a, a package, right? A pack of cards? I think so. Yes. Um, yeah. I swear that thing hates me, especially when I battle Pokemon that can put me to sleep. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. The flip is 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 the coin oh, it's flip the coin in the flip. actual it's game. The coin flip. That's yes. what I thought it was. It's really. been a while. I, Bo I was the was games. the authority here. Yeah, and we've lost our only authority on the game. So anyway, um, I won't wake up before my turn, but uh, but wake up after, um, just to have them put me right back to sleep. Arg! Stupid Wigglytuff. After getting the legendary cards, I was kind of done with it. Uh, I guess I could try to get all the cards, but eh. It was definitely fun while it lasted. Back to Omega Ruby now. Yeah, it's a decent, like, side experience. It's a nice if you little need... thing yeah. to play on the side if you're needing something fresh. I would not recommend bombing your way all the way through the game, but whatever. Mm. Ten hours straight in one If you're day. a completionist, so. Um, whatever floats your boat. So what to do with a whole week between episodes? Uh, since every episode is up on iTunes, I decided to start listening from episode one. Uh, let's just say I'm glad there's no more choking on soda every episode. Just kidding. Yeah, um, Thatch's early episodes were very, <laughs> were rough, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was the times, it was like 2000, again, eight years ago, so 2007. Um, and... Just getting into the swing of things with yeah. podcasting. Yeah, but like podcasting was, it was in its, its early stages. It was a, it was a, the primordial ooze stage. Um, Gumi stage. Yes. Um, back to the email. I know the UUTC isn't over yet, uh, but I can't wait for the Puckle VGC tournament if you decide to host one. Count me in. Uh, thanks for reading. Green Trainer out. Sent from my iPhone. So, VGC tournament, I believe that would be the Summer League, most likely. Or the VGC tournament at PuckleCon. One of the two, whichever comes first. I guess yeah. that's what he's, I guess that's what he's insinuating. So, good email. Uh, next up, we have the fluffiest whimsicott. One of our writers. One of, One of our writers and residential Pokemon artist. 
all around great person all around amazing author and person from italy gotta love that international support yeah hello thatch i think if you're there well (laughs) hello whoever is there hello to you hello to you fluffiest I have actually never played the TCG video game, but I do have a few things to say that are unrelated to the mailbag question. Alrighty. First, I loved the last episode, but I was ever so slightly disappointed in the intro. For a moment. There, I really hoped you'd say that Bo had come out of the GS ball. (laughs) That would have been epic, but my buddy Dylan's made us all roll on the floor laughing with his awesome email. So there was still extra epicness going around and all was good with the world. Next, I still have at least one battle to go in the UUTC, but I'm already preventively excited about the next tournament you mentioned. BGC format? That is fantastic, and I hope everyone will do what I will and binge on Sublime Annex articles in preparation. They are awesome and super useful, as are those written by all of our colleagues in the writing staff. Listeners, check them out if you haven't. You you won't be disappointed. And on this note, you guys mentioned that Drifloon takes children to the underworld in the last episode. But I believe I effectively debunked that that nasty rumor in my recent article about ghost types. Go check that out, too, if you need proof that Drifloon is a sweetie pie. Yeah, guys, go check out... All of he just, it's he just takes the children. He don't really know where, but just yoinks them out. So. There, there's a joke. There's a joke. You there. guys all know the joke. It's a joke. I'm it sitting there. It's a joke. It's a, you know, a puckled mainstay. It's a joke. But for this uh, next thing, I really hope Thatch is there. Guess what? I found out that Pidgeon is totally Pidgeon is totally a Pokemon. And it's been this whole time. Pidgeon is simply Pidgeotto's Japanese name. So Thatch was right all along, but still not based on a catfish legend. How long ago was that? That must be like, that's gotta be. I think that was, I think that was something, I I think that was something along the lines of the writing, the writing team episode when all of us were on. The podcast with Thatch. Oh, Pidgeon. No, Pidgeon's old. Pidgeon yeah, is Pidgeon's that, old. But he still, OG. Said, he still said Pidgeon in that episode. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, bashing him about mispronouncing. I'm, I'm really like, that joke is like, oh, again, that joke is probably old enough to play Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> God, there's a legacy being built, yeah. <laughs> Alright, sorry to cut you well, off there. Well, I believe that is all I had to say this week, and this is totally over the two sentences cut off, so I hope it's fine. But were we ever worried about an email of mine being too short? I didn't think so. Fluffy flip-flops, the fluffiest whimsicott. Gosh! You never cease to amaze us, Fluffiest. You never cease to amaze us. Um, You need to get a whimsicott badge out there sometime. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. We should try to instate a whimsicott badge. I mean, come on. We'll figure out something. Heredity we'll figure straight. out something because yeah. this is nothing short of. Um, Do you want to figure out who is who is eligible for a mailbag while I read this last email? Sure. All right. So this final email is from Mr. Maximus. Hey guys, it's Mr. Maximus, bouncing my way through this journey called life. To Thatch, the other co-hosts, and to all Pokemonians and listening, I give a howdy do. I wanted to pop in to gather intel for some intel for some future stuff. Uh, I hope everyone is enjoying the UUTC, and I wish the best of luck to all competitors. Nice, sweet, and to the point. That's all they need sometimes. All right, later days from Mr. Maximus. Nice little input right there. Yeah. Not really TCG related, but what else? What else? You, you know. Still like you emailing in whenever need yeah. be. Yes. Yeah, we'll take whatever emails we can get. Doesn't have to be all, all business all the time. And then we got one more email from an eBay. Uh, no, eBay, no. yes. You no, can't no. lose. Two offers no. for your tech. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get any mention on that. Sorry, man. Uh, anyway, that concludes the mailbag. Ordinarily, we would give out the green tourist badge, but we're still doing the whole badge overhaul system. So. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, the green tourist badge we were... Me, Thatch, and whoever else was in the call at the time, I think it was Scissor. We were uh, in the process of reformatting the Green Tauros badge. It's just like, if 
you do something to in the Puckle community that multiple Blackthorn Council members see, recognize, and greatly appreciate, I guess you can be nominated or the council will just simply straight out give you the Green Tauros badge as just like special recognition for all that you do. So it's no longer bound to the email itself, but rather your involvement within the Puckle community. So Yeah, I think that's a that's a good noble change. Um Yeah. Alright, well, that was the Puckle Mailbag. That has been the Puckle Podcast. Yes. There was Bo. Bo there is Viger. There is Viger. And um from the Lavender Lavender Town Radio Tower, I've been your host, Ethan. And it's closing time. Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.